Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. Welcome to Weekend Gardening with your host, the empress of everything green, Nellie Neal. Garden Mamas on the radio now to answer your questions and call you. Well, hello, hello, hello. My goodness, this has turned up loud. (laughs) I can fix that. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us today. This is, in fact... Weekend Gardening, the Garden Mama Show, the best place on Saturday to be. And indeed, I don't, I, I, don't, I don't know what that was, but it rained. And it's still raining. Good morning, Lance. It's raining. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, I, I got to experience that yesterday <laughs> morning when I got up. And it was slick and, you know, 5 a.m. driving. And it's one of those things, everything, it's, it's absorbing it, and it's oily yes. and greasy. Yeah, and it's a mess. And nobody, uh, nobody's out that early, thank goodness. And it was funny because Paul, that was one of the first things he said was, all right, you know, if it hadn't rained in a while <laughs> and, and you're out driving, you be better careful be careful. sliding in there. Because it was slippery and slick. Sure, and, of course, because yeah. it hasn't been. But I think we've had enough over the last couple of days that the plants are starting to go, bring it on, There's keep bringing it. There's a great deal of relief. Yeah. There's a great deal of relief. The yard did not look uh, like it had rained that yesterday when I got home I was like oh, I was kind of depressed because I was hoping there was some puddles no there, there weren't it wasn't yet that good. but it's it getting there it it's getting there good. but but the, the the rain that started again in Jackson this morning definitely helped the my cats are all sitting staring out the windows they they don't remember what this is so they haven't gone out usually then in the morning that's their first step but not today what are you doing for this rainy day my friends i hope that you are thinking about if not actually getting out and doing anything no i didn't get the pine straw raked up that fell this week no i didn't get the new things planted or the perennials divided but the good news is we can talk about indoor gardening next Monday at 1130 at Lakeland Yard and Garden. And it, this is going to be a really, really good program, not just because of me, but, of course, because of Becky Potts and the folks at Lakeland. But they have got a house full of magnificent indoor plants. We're going to talk through a bunch of different categories of plants, as well as the specifics of things that can happen to all of them indoors. So by all means, put that on your calendar for Monday at 11.30, Lakeland Yard and Garden in Flowood. Now, if you can't get there that day, you should send me an email and I'll send you the notes because they're pretty good too. MamaOnAir at Yahoo.com. That's all next week. Right now, I want to hear from you. Give me a holler on the Super Talk call line, 888 Of course, the C Spire text line is open to you, and thankfully, Trey is already awake and sending in giggles this morning. Thank you very much. 601-879-4395. I count on you for that, of course. We understand and, and are quite frankly humbled by being on the air on Veterans Day. It's always an important reminder for all of us who don't necessarily well, let's not say we take things for granted, but 
Let's understand that today is the day that we honor everyone who has served, everyone who serves, and everyone that served in previous times. The main thing for you to do, in, in England, I understand we put on red poppies and we do all that stuff. Here, you see somebody that you know has served, you see somebody wearing a cap that you've never met before, thank them for their service. Because a lot of folks on this particular day are remembering the people that they knew that they served with that are not here to be honored today. So please don't don't leave that out of your list of things to do. I will tell you a little later on today my own story if I can get through it without any more emotion than is necessary. Meanwhile, oh my goodness, I have had at least six emails. I should have done a video, Lance. Why didn't I do a video? It's time to start the Narcissus in a bowl so that you can decorate with them in December. Everybody wants to do that this year. I think everybody was getting tired of trying to do something outside. So we're going to do something inside. You want to talk about that? I'll be happy to give you those tips. Or if you want to just send in a text about the ones that you've already started, we'd love to see that too. The yes, indeed. Now, that picture, if you're looking at supertalk.tv, and if you're not, why aren't you? This, this is, this, these are Lance's zinnias. He, these are these they're still blooming even this morning in the rain not so good but that's the last patch of them hey they're they are resilient they've mine melted tough. you you, 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 uh, you know uh, thinned them out for me and kept yes. those yes uh, mine did fine for a while and they i think they just uh the the heat you have the well, touch the heat was tough on all of it yes and fortunately because that's a section of the garden that the water rolls down to everything else i watered watered the zinnias so that helped that's, them that's awesome the cornflowers are blooming if you all have planted the cornflowers that i sent out in august let me know if yours are blooming mine have just begun and yes today is snapdragon day here but um just in case because there's you know, we do stuff. We container garden, but we sometimes we put a container in a container. And in the case of a, I have some bulbs planted, but they're not up yet. So there's a section in this very large container with snapdragons and, and stock and one thing and another in it that will actually be occupied by bulbs in a little while, but they're not now. So, of course, my cats decided they wanted to sit there and sleep there. Well, that would be fine for the moment, but they also want to knock all the mulch out of the pot and make a mess. So I have taken another container, in this case a, a wasabi mustard that I'm growing in a container just to see what it tastes like. Whew. It's tart. And I have that container inside the other container. So when you see that, it's not because I forgot and dropped it there. It's to keep the cats out. Little, a few raindrops, just in case you forgot what they look like. The spirea is not in bloom, but my goodness, the raindrops make up for all the difference. So send us some photos. Lance will be nice enough to put those up there. We can all enjoy your stuff, too. Well, and I want to tell Trey, thank you. You always have some great stuff that the <laughs> all-natural free leaves end-of-season clearance. <laughs> right. I, I think that most people will be feeling that shortly. Very much it, so. It is a clearance sale, folks. Get all you can. The pine straw in the front yard <laughs> that has fallen off from the neighbor's tree is only overwhelmed by the other yellow leaves that have come from the other neighbor. So it's a real confusion in my front garden now. I got to do something about that you know when we talk about how the leaves fall and the seeds get dispersed and one thing and another i'm here to tell you that the best news about this rain may be that boltonia and asters and other things that are blooming now 
and the things that we would like to be getting established for the year now, such as Louisiana iris that have just come back up and Linton roses, those kind of things that, that grow through the winter, we've really got some good rain for all of that. I was interested to try and figure out I still haven't got but a couple of seedlings to come up from the retibida, which is the reseeding Mexican hat that I like so much, and I'm hoping that those will be able to come up from some rain, too, because watering it hasn't done that particular job. I, um, I've been wandering around cutting on bamboo just the other day, trying to see how much of it is still alive. I did lose some, fortunately, in the winter last year, Lost some more in the drought, but there's still more of it than I would like for there to be in one section um, against the fence. So I've had to start taking that apart. It led me to think about the different kinds of bamboo and why we, how we end up with the ones that run as opposed to the ones that clump. First of all, we end up with the bamboos that run because they come out from under the fence next door, and that's where they come up is in your yard. That happens. But the clumping ones are something you have to more seek. And, for example, dwarf bamboo, can. there are kinds that are clumping and there are kinds that are crawling. So there, you have to make sure what you are actually getting. The sasa bamboo plants in Jackson, in Jackson, in Japan, excuse me, only bloom about once every 90 or 100 years. So you think to yourself, now if this is not a crawling plant, which it's not, it's just a clump. How is it going to propagate itself? How do we get any more of this particularly lovely bamboo? Interestingly enough, it's all about the mice. Mm-hmm. Now, many of us spend a great deal of effort trying to keep the mice out of our gardens, but in this case, the Japanese field mouse is really important to the propagation of this once-in-a-century blooming plant. Masting behavior, of course, is is a a plant flowers and it seeds at regular intervals so that it is predictable for both, unfortunately, the, the predators, but it tries to have more seeds than the predators could possibly take, and, of course, the season. Th- those things tell you a lot about how the mice know to get the seeds. But this research from Nagoya University has given us a really deep insight into the fact that it's not actually that they're storing the seeds. To understand it more, (laughs) of course, they put a camera out there. It's mouse reality TV, I suppose. They They acted very, very differently. They both had the consuming the seeds part in a hurry, and the storing from later. Does this sound like the squirrels in your yard? Sounds like the squirrels in my yard. I really like the fact that this is the only way this whole business gets propagated. One kind of mouse. One kind of bamboo. You'd think we'd be more diverse than that, wouldn't you? But we're not. 888 That's the phone number here. And here, of course, is the Garden Mama Show. Thank you very much. Appreciate hearing from you all today. Six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. You go. That's the the ceasefire text line. You're going to see things changing a little bit, and of course, as soon as the cooler weather gets to you, my my friends in Corinth are already seeing this. It's just rolling into the central part of Mississippi, and of course, over in Louisiana. I just got some photos yesterday from some really, really beautiful bald cypress. You know, it it turns golden and brownish in the winter. Just some pretty, pretty trees. 
The tallow trees, though, are what I want to talk to you about for just a moment. You know that Chinese tallow trees are very, very, shall we say, controversial. That's the best word I can use for it. We don't need them. They were imported both for their beauty and their ability to hold soil and the gorgeous popcorn that they make and the bright colored leaves in the fall. All of that and the fact that there's nothing that eats it or or takes down any reason for it to exist more means that it has become an invasive plant. It has overwhelmed our native species. And in fact, if you live in the lower part of our coastal areas, most of the time that plant is actually banned, um, particularly as you get further into the panhandle of Florida and that area. They, there's some serious rules against having this tree at all. For those of you who say, well, it's really pretty and it, you know, I, I live in... I don't know. Hernando. Okay, good morning, y'all. <laughs> what? How can that be a problem? Well, it's because, unfortunately, the seeds get into the system. The seeds may flow down the water. They may ride in on a critter. There's other people that, unfortunately, will see it and want it, and they'll plant it. And tallow trees are absolutely beautiful right now. They have heart-shaped leaves. They have lots and lots of color to them. And I'm telling you, enjoy them and don't let it proliferate. Please, okay? Please, please, please. That, that, that's, I, I appreciate that. If you will not let them proliferate, we will be all be better off. Yeah, I think Trey's right about this. Um, the cat owns the house. That's why the word homeowner has meow in it. My cats will take this and bring it as a protest sign when I'm not doing what they want me to do. Good morning, Anna in Oxford. How are you? I'm doing just fine. I have something in reference to your um, discussion about the flowering bamboo and mice. Yes. Okay. Um, well, I was doing some research uh, a while ago, and uh, it's an article I think I read in New Yorker, and this woman was saying, I think it was a woman, <laughs> um, that when they, these bamboos flower once every hundred years, mm-hmm. this is the very tall bamboo, mm-hmm. and it's in India, and the fruit from that looks like a plum, mm-hmm. big, and then it drops to the ground, and then it's a free-for-all for all vermin <laughs> coming yeah. around. And it's so uh, so many that they create a disease. Um, they near die and what have you, because there's too many of them. Mm-hmm. And that disease happens to be uh, the plague. I'm not surprised. And <laughs> and that plague, as you know, spread mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. India uh, up towards uh, the Europe, and it caused a plague in Europe and in England. And that was, they think, they think, they don't know for sure, that there may have been part of the plague, because it also happened in 500 uh, around 500. I was going to say, so the um, one that, also. I think the one that you're referring to is 18th century, and then there was the one much, much earlier than that that's recorded. Yes, 13th century, and mm-hmm. then in the 500s. Mm-hmm. And it, it's worth uh, sort of investigating. Nobody really knows for sure, but that's what they think. Well, and, and that so. one of the things that we always un- have to understand about masting, which is the, the power of the plant to over-reproduce, is that part of that is about controlling the predators. And so I'm not surprised yes. that there's toxicity there. I'm, I'm not at all surprised. Yeah, and, uh, 
because a lot of the predators um, also died. It didn't get into Arabia, though, because the desert stopped it. Interesting. <laughs> the desert stops a lot of things. I just thought you'd enjoy that. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. That's a good piece for us today. Now, we'll have dinner conversation talking about all of that. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Any time we have a chance to think about stuff in a different way or to put another spin on the the bits and pieces of our world, um, I, I do know, and I'm I'm not embarrassed to say this, there's a kitten at my house that is a mouser. And he finds the mouse, <laughs> the mice, in the bamboo for the most part, which is another reason why I'm trying to cut it back off before of, it has come underneath the fence from the neighbor. The neighbors, of course, got out and bush hogged there, so it sent everything underneath the fence to me. Why they didn't put the fence to the ground? That was so the bamboo could escape. That's why. I know why. Here's something that I have been holding on to this, this particular piece of information since November the 1st because I still can't believe it. And I'm pretty good. I'm, I'm, I'm not gullible, but if you present a good case, I can believe just about anything. MIT, though, is the source, and so I'm always, I, I, I don't want to discount what they tell me. Therefore, here's the headline. They're surprised. What? Nobody at MIT is ever surprised. What is this? Light can make water evaporate without heat. Think about that. Just just think about that. Hold that in your head, because that is almost, it's, it's almost impossible, and yet it's not. Just like the Garden Mama Show. We'll be right back. go online to look at a business before they spend their money. A lot of businesses are losing opportunities to get new customers if they're not online. With the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. The highly trained and trusted team at Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Superior. It's more than a name. It's a promise that we make to our customers to provide you the highest quality U.S. farm-raised catfish at your favorite restaurant, your family reunion, or on your dinner table. Hey, this is Steve Azar, and I want to let you know that with Superior Catfish, you know the next bite is as good as the first, time after time. Made possible by your friends and neighbors here in Mississippi. Remember, there's catfish, then there is Superior Catfish. Garden Mama here. Lakeland Yard and Garden Center has what you're looking for in its full-service nursery and garden center, greenhouse, and garden shop. Meet the professional staff at Lakeland, always ready to help you with trees and shrubs and patio furnishings, tables and cushions for entertaining, as well as pumpkins and pansies, plus soils, mulches, and amendments for your landscape and container plants. Lakeland has seeds and plants for your fall vegetable garden, too. Listen to your mama now. We're growing your way at Lakeland Yard and Garden Center, Lakeland Drive and Airport Road. 
At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Go with your gut. Your dog's immune system is based in the gut. A diet lacking in nutrients can cause itching, scratching, and a weak immune system. However, there is a solution. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E. Dinovite. It took a grand total of two weeks. The dog stopped itching. The hair stopped falling out. Try Dinovite for free. Just pay shipping and handling. Learn more at Dinovite.com slash radio. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dinovite. If recent hailstorms have invited lurk the leak into your home, call the experts at Watkins Construction and Roofing to find out what is lurking in your roof. Our rapid response roof team will be on top of your roof as soon as the next business day with a complimentary, honest assessment of your roof's condition and offer solutions to keep your home and family safe. Say goodbye, lurk the leak. Call Watkins Construction and Roofing today at 601-966-8233 or visit losetheleak.com. What do you have to lose but your leak? I noticed mom hasn't been herself lately. She's been forgetful and not remembering to take her medicine. After visiting the orchard, I knew it was perfect. The orchard is Mississippi's premier continuing care retirement community, licensed in Alzheimer's and dementia care for men and women. I know she's in good hands. It's safe, convenient, and most importantly, it feels like home. For that extra peace of mind, call the orchard today for a tour. 601-856-2205 or go to orchard retirement.com. Hi, this is Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. At Two Men in a Truck, we've added a new service option to our brand, junk removal. Whether you're deep cleaning, renovating, or staging your home to sell, our Two Men in a Truck junk removal option is perfect to get the job done. Our professionally trained moving and junk removal teams will load and haul away your unwanted junk for you. Visit twomenandatruck.com to learn more and get a free junk removal quote. That's twomenandatruck.com. Know what you've got till it's gone. The key paradise, put up a parking lot. Took all the trees, put them in a tree museum. And they charge the people a dollar and a half just to see them. Lots of stuff you don't miss till it's over, you know. You got to got to pay attention. You have to be intentional as people keep trying to tell us. Do you know how many people have gone back and attempted to figure out why Joni Mitchell wrote that song? And Joni Mitchell will tell you, look around, you know. That was a long time ago and even then this concern that we would not have nature to walk out into anymore was a big deal. It's an even bigger deal now. Now people make a point of making plans to spend time in and with nature. That's one of the reasons, one of the many reasons, why I think that I'm so privileged to live where I can just walk out in my yard and there's nature all over the place. Sometimes there's a little more nature there than I would like. But on the other hand, 
as Amanda says, she's been fighting the bamboo in Pike County. Just wishes the lady that planted it would not have planted it. I have to say me too. If my neighbor hadn't planted it and then cut down the pecan tree so that they had plenty of sun to grow, I wouldn't have this problem. But there it is. So that's what we put up with. Some questions from the Facebook group this morning have been kind of interesting this week. The um, Linda wanted to know about plant, and I love this question because it's about. It says to plant hydrangeas in the fall. What is fall exactly, <laughs> and how do I know if we're there? The good news is, this is fall, where we're going to get some rain, we're going to have some sun, but we're going to have temperatures in general that are less than seventy degrees and higher than forty. In most places, that's the way we. That's the way I define the ideal time to plant a hydrangea or many, many other shrubs. Right now, as we're moving into this next period of time, now I'll be planting bulbs. I'll be this this coming week. I'll be planting bulbs. I'll be planting some perennials that are just literally growing out of their containers, trying to get into the soil. But it's been too dry. I think though that we will have opportunities to work the soil and to get a few things planted. I still might wait for the end of this rainy spell that's coming, at least here in the central part of Mississippi and northern Louisiana and central Alabama and further south. The farther south you go, I think there's a a greater chance for big storms in the next few weeks. We're hopeful, I mean, next few days. I'm hopeful that that will extend up into where I am and maybe even farther north. We just have to wait and see. But you all may want to let the whole business get a little bit softer and a little moister before you start putting in trees. The rest of this, though, as soon as a little bit of water is done, it's a much better opportunity to plant. I was interviewed for an article about drought, and I'm happy to say that now that the drought has broken um, a little bit, we're not anywhere near out of the drought part, but at least we can see a little bit of more positive outcomes. I was intrigued by the actual definitions of drought. The woman colleague of mine who was inter- interviewing me said she spoke to the drought people, you know, the people that keep all the records for drought. And it was interesting for her because she's in Southern California where they don't get very much rain anyway. So they can they, their drought is years long and prolonged and only broken at times, whereas ours has been more dramatic because it happened all at once. Um, uh, this many days without rain in many spots is, is unprecedented for our record keeping. So I just thought it was interesting that it is all relative. You know, it's in in California. If you if you don't get a third of your estimated rain, of course it's too dry. But the estimation is not nearly as great as here. And here we're more than halfway below for our year across most of the area. So it's it's tough, real tough stuff. I, I enjoyed talking to her though; it was interesting. Same kind of question uh, on a little bit different subject. The Paula in Florence wanted to know about trimming her gardenias, gardenias, and I'm not for doing that in the fall. I know I know that I have one that will make a seed pod, and I do sometimes clip those because they're pretty to put into a wreath, you know, to add to the the color for the wreath for the winter. But I don't really think it's a good time to do that pruning. That is better done when the flowers finish in the summer, so that you have a couple of months for the plant to thicken its growth behind where you've made the cut, and also to send out some new shoots from the base if it's able to do that. A word for you from uh, Simpson County Forestry folks. They'll be having their countywide 
Y'all come have a meeting with us and learn a lot about forestry in Simpson County. Thank you, David Ham, for that. That's on November the 14th. Get in touch with them if you would like to go to that. Or send me an email, and I'll tell you what they told me. Mama on air at yahoo.com. Yes, indeed. There are a lot of plants inside the house, and some of them are doing better than others. The clerodendron kind of fits into the category of plants that probably can be planted outside, but because I only have one and have not grown it before, it is a non-invasive clerodendron known as the nodding clerodendron. It's really pretty, and I'm, I'm hopeful that I would be able to propagate it this winter, but it's not one that's especially happy to be indoors. The leaves are drying up and that sort of stuff. So, yes, you have to group plants together, put the containers near one another, to help them let out some humidity to one another. But you also have to remember that there are other ways to do that. We have good old-fashioned misting works very, very well, but so does a platter or a saucer with gravel in it. Put the pot on top of that. Then you don't have to water the pot to put water near the pot, which in turn, especially when you're growing things in clay pots, you can actually just mist the outside of that container too, and that helps to keep things, keep the humidity a little higher. If you have a consistent problem with plants drying out, even ones that you wouldn't expect to dry out so quickly inside, you probably have a heater that works more efficiently than mine. And that means that your air is drier inside the house. Both central heat and space heater types can dry dry the air tremendously. And even baseboard heaters will have the same effect. So some people find that they need to put their plants opposite wall from all of that and at the same time they may add a humidifier if the air just turns out to be too dry for any of that i have no problems doing that i don't have one myself because my house is old enough that it's fairly humid anyway (laughs) it's not real well sealed up let's see um oh good ray and clinton good morning y'all hey sandy Yes, indeed. The answer is yes. If you can dig the soil where you want to transplant, this is a great period of time to do that. He's looking at a sago palm and a sweet olive, as he says, from the intensive care unit. Um, Ray's garden has, they are such good gardeners. They are, like me, very devoted to keeping things that have any kind of problems apart from everybody else. And that's what he's talking about in terms of the intensive care unit. We don't want a plant that doesn't look like it's going to make it or that it has had some sort of something attack it. We don't want whatever that is to attack everything else. So that intensive care unit gives you the opportunity to give them a little bit more use, a little bit more of you, and also a little bit more perhaps more water, perhaps less, you know, just depends. But if they're ready to get planted, I have no problem doing that right now. That's a great idea. I did not know. There's a bunch of brain research out this week. And I'm kind of fascinated by some of it. Don't know how much of it we'll get to today. But I had no idea that you can actually measure overthinking. Yes, you can. And the Ohio State Wexner Medical Center wants you to know this is they they had done some research before that was considered groundbreaking, but it actually now has been redone and perhaps better is the best way to put this. Do you know the word rumination? Do you overthink things? Then you are a ruminator. (laughs) Just get used to it. 
This can be this can be overwhelming. This can be paralyzing to your head. Overthinking and the reason why these these scientists have wanted to take a look at it and do something about it can be particularly difficult for adolescents. There's already too many possibilities. There's already, as we understand, the, the, the frontal lobe is not completely developed, so your adult decision-making powers are not with you yet. And as a teenager, there are a lot of opportunities that present themselves. So sometimes people will begin to try to separate those out, not think about a lot of stuff, and that may cause you to overthink about one part. A good example in, in the world that I know about, you probably have one in your own world, but it's the, the test scores. Will that GPA get you into college? Will that number work for your weight loss? It's a whole thing about mathematics and numbers and stuff that you just, this burden really of overwhelming overthinking can actually lead you to discount other things. The good, the good stuff sort of gets washed away when you begin to obsess about things. Yeah, like calories. Like calories. Like you know, Ismo says. He gave up <laughs> on calories. They can't, there's no way they're accurate. He, you, know, you can't take one bite you know, of a gonna burger. He's going to lighten this up today, y'all. So yeah. just come on. You can't on, just take one on. bite of a burger. You no. can't overanalyze things. you got to eat the yeah. whole burger. you know. And uh, Yeah, that's true. And it may be 600 calories. It may be 4,000. It could be. It's still going it, to take, whether it's one bite or the whole burger, you're going to have to run 48 miles and, and climb 32 flights and who of wants stairs. To think about that? So, yeah, who wants to think about that? <laughs> you're never going to eat, gonna eat a hamburger. Just, See, just eat, eat the, dang the burger. burger. That's right. exactly it. That's all I'm saying it, here. Because <laughs> you're losing, you're losing focus in the moment because you're right. worrying about the you next. You got to enjoy stuff. Life's too short so. to get all worried about everything. You got to splurge sometimes and eat a pepperoni pizza with more like eight meats on it. <laughs> Instead of just one, do can it. We, it makes can you we feel, name that? No, we're not even. I can no, do that. No, I know. No, I, have, no. I know every every one of them. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you that. He's making fun of my affection for portobello mushrooms on everything. <laughs> now, meanwhile, in your brain, as if it wasn't enough that you're overthinking everything, particularly in teenagers. But let's face it, everybody has that potential. Uppsala University is letting us know that they have found a neural circuit that no one knew about before, and therefore it is a new neural circuit. I had no idea we hadn't mapped all of that yet, but we haven't. Here's the point. I did not know that the subthalamic nucleus, okay, I, don't, I, just, I know so little anatomy, I need to know more, is actually a structure in the brain that controls voluntary movements. You understand the difference between voluntary and involuntary. Voluntary is when you, you will reach over to pick something up. You have to make that intentional. Involuntary is your heart beating. It's going to, we, we hope it's going to continue to beat regardless of how you think about it. So if we can understand this voluntary movement, and this particular one is connected to a sense of discomfort, which could be, could be just a little bit of malaise, could be a depression, could be a, something else that, that rolls forward from your brain being in discomfort. All right? So the team has already previously discovered that there are mechanisms that cause us to want to get away from that particular kind of stimulation. So what they're hopeful about is that if not that we not that they're going to try and get us to not feel the discomfort, but so that if we can understand it, we may be able to better target things like 
Parkinson's disease that they believe is connected to this. Situations that cause your brain to feel discomfort in one way or another, since we have a new neural circuit to study, gives us great opportunities to see, find something un, more understanding than we had before. I think that that's always been our issue about brain diseases and brain conditions, is that because we, it's very difficult to study the brain, then you have to understand that we have that possibility to do. There's so much other brain news. I'm, I'm going to walk away from that for the moment because it might make my head hurt. Now, here's what else I'm doing this week, and I hope you will be too. If you have wet leaves in the flower beds, get a light rake and get them out of there. Here's why. For, we don't want the leaves to form a mulch that keeps the rest of the rain from getting to the soil underneath, which we're trying to get to water, okay? And frankly, pine straw and mulches, and per, but particularly fallen oak leaves, which are fairly slick, fallen magnolia leaves, which are really large, fallen sycamore leaves, which are bigger than your hand, all of these things can actually get the water that's supposed to be going to your plants below. You may be able to blow the leaves out of the bed, but you may not. And if you can't, get a leaf rake and a very gentle touch and get those things out of there. It'll make a big difference in the way the whole business looks and grows. Because frankly, you know, most of us have bulbs under there that are just waiting for the right kind of weather to come up. And if we don't give it to them, then we're not going to be able to do the rest of the winter, well, that would be like me not having any spider lilies because I didn't water. <laughs> so hopefully next year they'll be better. There are a lot of seeds that we all want to start. There are some new things. There are even some new zinnias that are coming in on the market now. That's pretty cool. I'll be looking at those and giving you my thoughts about that. If you've got something you want me to talk about in that regard, a seed that you're looking for, just send me a text, 601 879-4395. I'll be watching for it. We'll be right back. This is Ernie Johnson Jr. Sports is about overcoming obstacles. And college coaches work hard to help young men overcome Duchenne muscular dystrophy. It's called Coach to Cure MD and you can help. Text the word CURE to 501-501 to donate $25 on your next mobile phone bill. Or go online to coachtocuremd.org. Text the word CURE to 501-501. Help coaches cure MD. Brought to you by the American Football Coaches Association. Every week. Call 1-800. Welcome back. We're talking to Bob and his wife, Jenny, about doghouse living. Well, it's okay. Ours is a two-story doghouse, and on the bright side, it's a great alternative for today's high-priced homes. Really? Try having your feet hang out all winter. Well, my daddy always said, put your best foot forward. Folks, stay out of the doghouse by calling 811 before you dig. Let's make our goal zero damages, zero injuries. 
quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. Hunting season is here, so let Steve Owen and the friendly staff get that truck or trailer along with that Ed Shed ready for your hunting camp so you can haul that big game back into town. We still have that full line of cars, trucks, and SUVs along with trailers on site or available for order. And don't forget those Ed Sheds for your backyard or hunting camps. Come see us at the corner of Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon or online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. Why are we on this planet? Did God create us just to work the 9 to 5 grind and crash for the weekend? No. Our Creator wants to use us, you and me, to give back to others. You can be a part of God's bringing restoration to a fallen world by donating or volunteering, or both, at Gateway Rescue Mission right here in Jackson. Check us out at gatewaymission.org. When you want mouth-watering flavors, friendly service, and a menu that makes the whole family happy, you want Spillway Diner in Brandon, a hidden gem of Old Fannin Road. We serve your favorite breakfast, dinner, and daily blue plate specials. From savory omelets to country fried steaks, pork chops, and the best fried chicken and catfish around, there's something for everyone, and everyone leaves satisfied. Guaranteed. Come on down to Spillway Diner off Old Bannon Road in Brandon. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook for this week's specials. Ready for the big game? You are if you have a Honda generator from Frederick Sales and Service. Frederick Sales and Service can have you game day ready for your tailgate party. Honda's super quiet generators are known for being reliable, lightweight, and fuel efficient. So you can enjoy the game without all the noise and hassles that lesser generators provide. Pick up a Honda generator today at Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon where we've been serving you for over 30 years with the finest in outdoor equipment since 1993. If you don't see the rock, you better keep on rolling. Can't find time to make an appointment for an oil change? Rapid Oil Change offers no appointment needed services. Drive in and save big. We offer spacious waiting areas and complete most routine maintenance in 15 minutes or less. Stop by today and see why we've been Mississippi's fast service leader for over 37 years. Rapid Oil Change where you should be going if you don't see the rock you better keep on rolling we've sent that rip van winkle guy to the dentist hey what hey what and what's worse than a trip to the dentist your wife's paint project that you've put off let seabrook paint and jackson and ridgeland find that benjamin moore paint and a contractor that will get you back doing the important things in life like grilling and watching sports seabrook benjamin moore paint and a happy wife happy life Seabrook Paint in Jackson on Monument and in Ridgeland on West Jackson. First smiling <laughs> oh yeah it's cold so what it's raining <laughs> i told you i didn't know if it was too early to pull out the wind res- uh, windproof <laughs> water resistant sherpa line ankle zip hunting pants but i am wearing them and i am cozy today well, so. i'm i'm happy to have a, a new raincoat i'm really yeah happy yours about is that. that's banging I, I was impressed 
Look now. That was brand new. My children have great taste. They do. I was like, that's, and it was the sheen, you know, the water was perfect. Just sheening right just off perfect. of it. Yeah, it was a great gift. Have to appreciate that. Listen now, there's a lot else that we can be doing now that we're no longer entirely, This is, we're still in a drought. This does not undo the burn bans, none of those things. Listen locally for when all of those things change. But if you got your soil tested, and they said you needed to put out some lime, and you've been thinking, I'm not going to do that. Now's going to be the time to do that. It takes about six months for that to take effect anyway, in most cases, maybe longer. But you can do that process this fall. If, you, if the lawn has been there for a number of years and just hasn't looked really great, no matter, you know, maybe you fertilize it, maybe you mow it right, maybe you do all those things, and it just still, I don't know, the, the green is not great. And the growth is not as lush as you would expect it to be. Get a soil test. It's easy enough to do. Go to your garden center, your county agent's office. They'll be able to help you get the kit. All you do is fill it up, send it off, get it tested at Mississippi State, and they'll tell you, well, guess what? Your lawn needs some lime. Your pH is falling into the acid category. We've got to bring that up some. And that will give you the opportunity. They'll tell you how much, how much you need and where you're trying to make that move. I will also tell you this. Spend the extra money on the pelletized lime. Powdered lime is really bad for you. You're not going to wear the respirator that you should wear to use powdered lime. I know you're not. And just that even if you wear a common dust mask, it's still going to get through. It's like it's very much in the in in my experience, powdered lime is very much like sheetrock dust. It gets everywhere, it gets into everything, and you do not want to inhale it. So, pelletized lime. If we could just get pelletized sheetrock, it would be great, but we can't. We can, however, get pelletized lime, and you'll be glad that you did. I was tickled to have access to Dr. Eddie's uh, really spiffy view of all the plants that didn't die at the that the station both he was looking both at poplarville and also at crystal springs to talk about things that managed to survive the cold that's not to say that some of these are not summery type plants that are going to go ahead and fade into the world anyway but the perennials did not take the hit that he was expecting them to i hope that yours didn't either one of the questions, of course, always comes up at this particular point in the year. What about the Christmas cactus? Do I just go buy a new one that already has buds on it? Mine doesn't look too great. The good news is we've had enough. We've had the actually ideal conditions to get them to come on into bloom. The two that I grow are indoors now. They had plenty. Of, they've got big buds on them. They're going to be lovely. If yours are not, I say, sure, go ahead and buy another new one, but don't give up on the ones that you have. They may just be a little bit later on, or it could be because we've had such unusual conditions, they may just have taken longer to get the cold that they needed, particularly if you live south of Hattiesburg, that it may have been more difficult for them to do that. I'm not in favor of over of repotting or or moving up even if the roots are coming out the bottom i will however set that container into another container with a little gravel in the bottom to help stabilize it because you you don't want the christmas cactus to tumble off the table but you also don't want to disturb those roots at this particular point in time give them a little bit of time after they bloom 
and then you'll begin to let them rest a while. They don't, they don't rest very long. It's not like amaryllis. You don't have to let all the leaves come off before you ever start them up again. But Christmas cactus will bloom out. They'll, they'll drop their flowers eventually, and at that point you can rest them a little bit. Just less sunlight, perhaps, if they're in a bright window, or if you haven't given them any fertilizer through the winter, it's time to do that at that point. So that, that's a good way to treat them. I don't want you to be worried if yours are not in bloom today. The ones that are blooming today on the rack at the garden center, some, some of them are actually Thanksgiving quote-unquote cactus, and some of them are just Christmas cactus that have been prepared so that they could bloom through the entire season. Either way, yours are going to catch up, so don't worry about that. The Holland bulb questions are still coming in. I, I think that that was a good workshop because it engendered so many people wanting to know, but what about this? But what about that? Anemones and ranunculus have get almost no mention whatsoever. And yes, I do think that we, we should plant them. Ranunculus particularly just has such an unusual flower, but anemones, while they're not as good as cut, as cut flowers as the ranunculus usually, they are just beautiful to have. And particularly if you've got a big planter with mixed bulbs in it outside or a bed where you're doing, um, you've got Lenten rose and you've got some daffodils in there already, that's the, really the place for both ranunculus and anemones. If you want to grow anemones into cut flowers, I'm, I prefer to put them in sort of a planter with about four inches around in, around them, and as soon as they come up, start fertilizing them. They can be a little wimpy. They're the, we think about, you know, the other name for anemone is windflower. We expect them to be a little bit wavy, all right, just like poppy, ste- poppy stems. Oftentimes, the, the Icelandic poppies and not the Shirley's, of course, because those are real thick, but a lot of the poppies will have a really sort of ethereal lilt to their stems. Ranunculus isn't supposed to have that. Ranunculus is that are ranunculus that is wimpy is the result of not enough fertilizer. So feed them as soon as they come up. You'll be glad that you did that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> About this light business that can make water evaporate without heat seems so logical and yet so impossible all at the same time. When you sweat, it cools your body, all right? When, when, when the dew burns off in the morning sun, it's sort of the same thing. That, that's a, a, but science's understanding really may have missed a particularly important piece. Water in experiments in, in hydrogel, all right? You've, you've seen hydrogels. That's like um, the, the, the things that look like clumps of water that are in the potting soil of a plant that you may have purchased. Or they are in, you'll, you'll find them in um, different other applications, but most of the time we would see them first in, in a container soil. They're there to make sure that the water is able to stay and that we're able to keep it in, in that container without the container drying out too quickly. But actually, interestingly enough, what they found was that the water... Re- evaporated from the hydrogel at a higher rate than could be explained by the amount of heat the water was receiving, which is, of course, how we understood that water evaporates is with the application of heat. Well, not entirely. These new experiments are letting us know that in certain circumstances where the water meets the air, Light directly brings about evaporation, and it does so more efficiently than when heat is applied. 
This changes everything. Changes a bunch of stuff. Think about it. Think about it. Think about the fact that it's Veterans Day today. And think about the fact that we've got another hour to come of the Garden Mama Show. Stick around. Festival today, live from the township at Colony Park, starring Cedric Burnside. With Brandon Taz Niederauer. I feel so paralyzed, and you're right in my eyes, and I never know just how to cry. Singleton, Jimmy Duck Holmes, and more. Get VIP and general admission tickets now at townshipblues.com. Michelob Ultra and Bush Light present the Township Blues Festival. Eight hours of great live music and fun. This is one you don't want to miss. Brought to you in part by Renova Roofing. Visit Ridgeland, Township at Colony Park, and Super Talk Mississippi Media. Get your tickets now. Townshipblues.com. This project is partially funded by a grant through Visit Mississippi. Get ready for holiday feast season with Pepto-Bismol. Uncle Derek's here with his famous fried turkey. Hey, Aunt Mary brought the mac and cheese. Donna's here with the potato salad. Pepto-Bismol provides fast, five-symptom relief for unexpected stomach upsets. So enjoy the holidays. Pepto has you covered, no matter who made the potato salad. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Pepto-Bismol. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Dream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> The new degree of comfort. Your home for Ole Miss sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A Jackson paramedic has earned the Stars of Life Award. It's the most prestigious award for frontline EMS workers awarded in the U.S., Preston Crotwell is a full-time firefighter and paramedic at the Ridgeland Fire Department in Madison County and works part-time with AMR in Hines County. He received the award for his actions following a mass shooting at the Mudbug Festival at the Mississippi Fairgrounds in 2022. One person was killed, five others were wounded. Cropwell is one of only a hundred being honored by the American Ambulance Association for extraordinary acts of service for their patients. 
For all the latest Mississippi news, sports, and politics, follow us on Facebook, X, or online at supertalk.fm. We are advocacy, a century of wins, protecting private property rights, advancing technology, sustaining our land, conserving our natural resources, all to pass on to the next generation. We are the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, 100 years and counting. Become a member today at msfb.org. Superior, it's more than a name. It's a promise that we make to our customers to provide you the highest quality U.S. farm-raised catfish at your favorite restaurant, your family reunion, or on your dinner table. Hey, this is Steve Azar, and I want to let you know that with Superior Catfish, you know the next bite is as good as the first, time after time. Made possible by your friends and neighbors here in Mississippi. Remember, there's catfish, then there is Superior Catfish. President Biden is asking Congress to provide DHS with $8.7 billion of a nearly $14 billion border supplemental request. Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith says the money has little to do with securing the border and would instead be used to fund sanctuary cities. During a Senate Appropriations Committee hearing on the request, she challenged Health and Human Services Secretary Becerra on the policy of using taxpayer dollars to fund abortions for unaccompanied minors, a violation of the Hyde Amendment. Secretary Becerra, how many abortions for pregnant migrant girls has the Office of Refugee Resettlement illegally facilitated across state lines over the past year, and what was that cost to taxpayers? Becerra claimed they comply with the law when providing health services and agreed to provide Hyde-Smith with those figures. From Sports Mississippi, I'm Dixon Williams. As we enter the second Saturday of November and the season is winding down, the Ole Miss Rebels will be at Georgia taking on the number one ranked Bulldogs. Georgia is 9-0, 6-0 in the conference. The Rebels are 8-1, 5-1 in the SEC. They'll kick off at 6 o'clock in Athens, Georgia tonight. 4 o'clock will be the airtime this afternoon on the Ole Miss Football Network. Mississippi State will be at Texas A&M this afternoon with a 6.30 kick in College Station. 4.30 is the airtime on the MSU Football Network this afternoon. Texas A&M 5-4, 3-3 in the conference, while the Bulldogs are 4-5, 1-5 in the SEC. Other games in the Southeast Conference, Alabama will try to get a tighter hold in the West Division. They're at Kentucky today. Tennessee will be at Missouri. Auburn will be at Arkansas, Florida at LSU, Vanderbilt at South Carolina. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Sports, Mississippi. This is Ernie Johnson, Jr. Sports is about overcoming obstacles. And college coaches work hard to help young men overcome Duchenne muscular dystrophy. It's called Coach to Cure MD, and you can help. Text the word CURE to 501-501 to donate $25 on your next mobile phone bill. Or go online to coachtocuremd.org. Text the word CURE to 501-501. Help coaches cure MD. Brought to you by the American Football Coaches Association. We are agriculture, the number one industry in Mississippi. We are 180,000 member families strong, a century of generations. We are grassroots Mississippi in all 82 counties. 
We are Unified, the largest general farm organization in Mississippi. We are the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, 100 years and counting. Become a member today at msfb.org. Delta State will try to hold on to part of the Gulf South Conference League when they take on their arch rival Mississippi College in Cleveland this afternoon at 2 o'clock. Delta State 6-1, 8-1 overall. Valdosta State is also 6-1 and 9-1 and overall. Delta State has the tiebreaker over Valdosta State. Bellhaven will go for the USA South Athletic Conference Championship today when they take on Brevard. The Blazers are 6-1. Brevard is 5-1. They'll meet at Bellhaven this morning at 11 o'clock. And Junior College playoffs are also today as the defending champion East Mississippi will take on Gulf Coast at 2 o'clock in Scuba this afternoon. The other playoff game is Colin, the winner of the South. They will take on Northwest in Wesson this afternoon. The winners will meet next week for the Junior College State Championship. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Sports, Mississippi. your host, the empress of everything green, Nellie Neal. Garden Mamas on the radio now to answer your questions and call you. Hello, baby. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome in. This is Weekend Gardening, the Garden Mama Show, your place for everything green. Okay? That's who we are. That's where we are. Yes, we're, you're, you're getting to go through the transition with us. So that's going to, next week, uh, next week going to be new theme new music new this new that same old me <laughs> same old land well and you know start and this, you also this is the home of the air guitar studio <laughs> yes it you is you don't i don't i purposefully do not put the camera on me on the weekend because <laughs> no. i get to have a little fun you know and i let y'all, 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 y'all i definitely y'all don't have, want y'all to no see me dancing in here. <laughs> yeah it's it's all about it's you guys it's bad enough baby. with me um i'm i i, I, I admit I have a have a sort of a ritual. There's three or four songs, and one of the other of them is the one that I try to have in before I get into the driveway here. It worked this morning, but at the corner next to the studio, there was a man laughing at me because that's what I do. I dance while I'm driving, and only at the stoplights. I'm not a danger to anybody, but you have to you have to have a little bit of enthusiasm about things if you can't headbang to classical gas then <laughs> there's something what kind of yeah, life are you living right. you need way. to rethink some things <laughs> you're going to need to rethink some things this was um this was best of young bloods this morning i was i was far on the mountaintop really fun stuff really really good question the ryegrass has sprouted this is so exciting you all may remember that last week here in the Wayback Machine, we talked a great deal about planting perennial ryegrass, whether to plant it, when to plant it, how to plant it. And my, cons- my thought then, and still is, if it hadn't rained, we'll go ahead and water once and plant, because then as soon as it rains, it would be able to come up. And sure enough, that's what has happened. So thank you very much. I'm glad you let us know that. It's always happy. Now, here's a different question from the same person. A volunteer dogwood about six inches tall is growing at the edge of the sidewalk. Should it be moved now or wait until spring into a container or to its permanent place? Here's the thing. 
dogwood, the, the reason the dogwood's able to thrive right there by the sidewalk, in my opinion, is because the, the soil there is probably not well drained, but at the same time doesn't get very wet. Usually around a sidewalk, we have that area that stays kind of dry. That's what the reason we see so many white grubs in that that space right along either your your sidewalk or your driveway. And in this case, I, I do think that that's why the dogwood is able to survive there. If it is well watered and you can dig deeply, I would go ahead and move it to where you want it to grow. And I would do that in the next, maybe after this next big rain event, if you're, if you're where that's going to happen. But the point is, they're hard to transplant. And they're notorious for being hard to transplant. So that's the reason to take it to where it's going to live rather than putting it into a container and then needing to transplant it again at another date. If you have the place prepared for it, that's really going to be all that you need to worry about. And I do think as soon as it has been well watered, I mean, if this thing is six inches tall, you need to take at least eight or ten inches underneath it. That's literally how deep they were rooted and also how difficult they are to get started in a different soil. So I'm going to use a sharpshooter, not just a traditional shovel. I'm going to use a sharpshooter, and I'm going to take it out as deeply as I possibly can and lift it and move it directly into the place. So that means... Today's the day to prepare the soil if it isn't already ready for it. And then as soon as you've had it well, well, well watered, <sighs> happily rained on. Even better. Did you? And you said well water, like I got. I need to get a well? <laughs> no. Very, well I'm messing with very, you. Very, shall we just say amply? Lo- How about amply? I love it. I love you like that word? No, Is that better? Well, no. I, and um, so... Even with the rain and everything, what what is you know, if your grass and things look like they're greening up, but the dirt's still kind of dry? Would you hard as a rock? Hard as a rock. Would you <laughs> would it cool like this? Would you put any water on anything? Beginning? Yeah, if, it, if you if you're trying to get, for example, get the dogwood out of the ground, right. yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. If if I go and pull back the mulch and I still can't dig into the soil where I want to plant those cannas that are mm-hmm. all over my back deck. They're, they've got they've got to go somewhere, so I'm going to undoubtedly water that. I'm hopeful that that's going to be because that's a well-made bed. It will be ready to be planted. What if I have a couple of things that are in, in heavy, heavy pots, such as a my fig, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. also the sweet olive? What would be the best way or place to put them this time of year if, if I can move them? Is there a, I mean, are they okay for a while until it gets really cold? Or They'll do be I fine need, anyway. Anyway? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just fig, make sure it, they're not too dry. Yeah, that was what I was going to say. And do that, you know, put your finger in the soil and see whether or not you've got an, enough. Because what the problem is in a container plant like that is that all the water will just sit in the top inch mm-hmm. and none of it ever gets below there. Then, then you do need to water those containers. And then so push, you know, get down in there. And I would mulch them yeah. too. Okay. Yeah. Got you. Perfect. They'll That's be all right. What, yeah. Thank you. They'll be okay. My Christmas cactus are budding. Yay! How much water and do I need a grow light? If they are budding and you have even a window that is brightly lit with, you know, light in in half a day or something, that's plenty. They will continue to go ahead. You, You may have to... As the buds begin to open, you may find you need to turn the container a little bit so that the other side gets as much light as the side that's trying to open first. That can be a little disconcerting, but you can do that. We used to have to move plants around all the time. One of the advantages of having a grow light, particularly the light bulb in your lamp or even a small fixture that you've got plants underneath, 
the advantage of that is that you don't have to turn them so much. One of the things you used to be taught about growing houseplants was that you needed once a week when you watered them to turn the plant so that the, the other side faced where the bright light was. With grow lights, we don't have to do that so much. We can make, put the light anywhere we want it. So I'm, I'm really happy. They're budded out nicely. That's good. Christmas cactus is one of those plants that we, we take for granted. And there are, indeed, three different kinds at least. There are ones that are intentionally going to bloom in the conditions around Thanksgiving, which is not the... Obviously, the plant didn't evolve in nature to be blooming at Thanksgiving because it evolved before this the holiday existed. But in terms of late fall blooming, the other one is a winter bloomer that we call Christmas cactus, and the other is an early spring bloomer, which we call Easter cactus. Their leaves are all a little bit different but they are all basically in the same family of plants, and we handle them the same way. They just don't bloom at the same times. I did not know. I'm, You know, there are a lot of reasons that I'm really glad I don't have little children. One of them is that how many dinosaurs can I learn? Every week there's another one I'm supposed to know if I'm going to be keeping up with that seven-year-old that knows every one of them. You all know that child. Everybody knows those kids. We've got a new Mosasaur, y'all, the American Museum of Natural History. Okay, what is a Mosasaur? Well, this particular one, interestingly enough, it is a large carnivorous, that is to say meat-eating, aquatic lizard, which is why they're so interesting, because we don't think about aquatic lizards being carnivorous. This one is. They're big, too, from the Lake Cretaceous area. This, these are the, um, the, this one is between two established mosasaurs that we already know about. That's why this new species is being named after a sea serpent in North mythology, whose name is Jormagander, and the city of Walhalla, which is where in North Dakota the fossil was found. You know how late they had to stay up to think up all of this? <laughs> Somebody's been walking around with this name somewhere written on something, but they knew they were never going to find anybody. They wanted to be able to take up the most space on the typeface. Jormagunder Wallahiensis. Good grief. Any rate, this is really very cool. I, but I'm telling you this in terms of visual descriptions, not because we have pictures of this thing or ever will have, but you got to know that when a scientist tells you, if you put flippers on a Komodo dragon and make it really big, that's what this thing would have looked like. <laughs> and that's why we need to know the Mosasaur that um, I'm just calling Jory, because, you know, I'm going to take the first, the first paragraph, the first of these syllables. Oh, this is really interesting. Um, <laughs> Mark from Pascagoula. I can't help but read the other text, Mark. That's fascinating. A few months ago, Mark says, I transplanted three red maples to a container from a drainage ditch. They're about 6 to 10 inches tall now. Is it time to transplant or should I wait? Yes, it, it is time. And in Pascagoula, I think you're going to have plenty of rain to have nice, wonderfully prepared soil if the, if the weather forecast that I watched this morning a little too early is, is anything to indicate how it's going to be. At that point, yes, go ahead and plant them. The, there are red maples. Red maples are one of my very, very favorite trees. They herald winter. You know, they, they, they are just heralds, so, such gorgeous statuesque trees. And I hope that you will be able to plant them not right next to each other, but in a triangular way. 
so that they are you, you can see them from each direction and also so that all of their beauty will be in one visual. They are magnificent trees. I'm really glad that you you grabbed those and and kept them. There I hope I look forward to seeing pictures of them when they're doing their thing a little bit later on. Red maples are one of those na- native trees that we honestly don't have enough of. Sometimes we think, well, gosh, there must be enough water oaks by now, and that there probably are. Or there must be enough short-leaf pines. Not, enough, not ever enough long-leaf, but there must be enough short-leaf pines by now. There probably are. I don't think there ever are enough red maples. And so thank you, Mark, for, for bringing those from the ditch into the house, into the, into the garden. <laughs> All right. friend of mine got her fishing license yesterday, y'all. Truly. Just sent... Put it on the put it on the social media. She's a woman with really smart ways about her, who has more cats than she has budget, and she says she's going to fish this year. All right, I'm there. I'm I'm all about that. I want to know how it goes. I found this story and I thought of her. She's she's probably too busy right now to be hearing any of this, but I've never thought of fish as synchronous. Even though you you see them when you, when you we I, obviously I don't get a chance to go and, and stand in the water and watch them as much as I might like to, but I can certainly go to an aquarium. And when a school of fish moves across the way in front of you, you do see that they are more or less together. They're they're not they're not swimming in formation the way ducks fly, but they they do have a certain character to their motion, right? As it turns out, from Tohoku University, the fish are actually synchronizing because. They save energy that way. If their tail fins are working together, none of them have to work as hard. That is such an instructive lesson for us as gardeners. If we work with nature, if we work with the plants, if we're not always trying to do something that is completely apart from what is going to happen anyway, we're going to have a better time. I'm so excited that the boltonia and the asters and all of these things that are coming up at this point in the year are going to actually have, in the case of the asters and the boltonia, they'll have enough water to make seed for next year, so I'll have them again. That's wonderful. But if I didn't work with nature, if I went out there and chopped them all down before it could get rained on, before they could set seed, I wouldn't have the advantage that I have to be able to have all those flowers. And believe you me, the pollinators, in, in this particular case, it's the honeybees that are all over those babies. Oh, my goodness. They love them. They absolutely love them. Patty's got questions today. Oh, that's beautiful. Lovely loquat. One's dead one's not. Yeah. Um, I don't think there is anything specific attacking it, but I will tell you the, um, the, the one, one of them has, has died I'm going to say that because one is living, that it's not because there's something attacking the plants. But I do know that loquat can be difficult to get established. The reason for that is because they're shallow-rooted and they grow very fast. So if there's any problem, you know, in other words, if there's if it's a root rot problem, that's going to be bigger for them. If it's an insect problem, it's going to be bigger for them. If it's a drought problem, they're going to be harder to water because they're not as deeply rooted. So even when you water them, the water is pretty much being used up and transpiring as quickly as you get it there. But it's really, really beautiful. The other question um, is the turkey turkey fig in a, in a large container. I'm, I'm going to say as soon as the weather has finished raining where you are, it's going to be a magnificent time to plant that turkey fig. Brown turkey is one of my favorites. 
I love that. I don't I don't know if anybody knows of a particular problem on loquats on our coast. Please let me know because I don't. I love that tree though. And the one you have that's in that's going into bloom is just beautiful. Really, really good fruit, by the way. Pam's in Ridgeland. I have read that it's not good to overseed St. Augustine. What say you? I don't I don't know. I'm I, I I know it's not done as often. And I think that's in part because St. Augustine is usually the last one to turn brown and the first one in, in many gardens because it's, it'll be in a, an area that's more protected. You know, it's not the, the wide open spaces where you might grow Bermuda grass. You're usually growing St. Augustine in a more controlled environment. So that might be it. But I don't think it's usually necessary if, if zoysia or Bermuda or even centipede or a mixture of some of those are going to have some benefit it's going to be from the the basically the little hat that the perennial ryegrass puts on them and not to mention that it makes it greener but i don't know that it's going to hurt the saint augustine i just don't think it's done as often because it, first of all there's a thicker grass it's not going to be as likely to come up or as well you know it's not going to germinate as well and it may stay a little longer than you want because the saint augustine greens up so quickly that would be my guess if I find out anything else, or if you do, we will talk about it another day. I did have a a bit of a thing this week. Um, the, the the controversy that I didn't know was a controversy between perennial rye and annual rye. We use perennial ryegrass for overseeding and also for spreading on spaces. For example, if you have new construction or if you have um, you're, you're about to put in a sidewalk and it's not there yet, we will we will use perennial ryegrass for that and for overseeding. Annual ryegrass is is an entirely different thing, it's, and we don't use it for this. Use it for other stuff, but not for this. I'm not sure if there are as many. Let me try that again. I have been looking at the camellias in my neighborhood, and I always love to see that the sasanquas are budded up. Some of them are going to open. Some of them were in so much drought that we may or may not get but a few flowers from them. But some of the camellias are going to do beautifully. Their buds seem to be a little smaller and a little tighter, but it's like the satsumas that we are eating here today. The satsumas made... And they made a slightly smaller fruit than, than some years, but they're very, very sweet because it's all concentrated. So I think that that's kind of what we're looking at in camellias. I don't know that our flowers will be grandiose, but I think we will have plenty of them and that they will be beautiful. So let me know how yours are looking. I'd be curious to find out. Need to step away now because if Lucinda's here, it means that we got to get right. If you are building a new home or remodeling an older home, Amazing Propane is for you. A propane tankless water heater, a propane generator, a propane gas grill and oven, 
propane fireplaces, and even lighting. Propane, such a versatile, clean, cost-effective source of energy for any home. Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. That's MSPropane.com to learn more. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting enrolls for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stopped, opt out. Minimum purchase required. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid within promotional period. Go to windowappointmentnow.com for full offer details. Attention all homeowners. Do you know when to replace your windows? Feeling too hot or cold? Fog between the glass? Spending too much on expensive energy that literally goes out the window? It's definitely time to replace. If you've put off replacing windows in your home because it's too expensive, here's great news. You can now get a free in-home window consultation and free price quote from Renewal by Anderson. And right now, you can save $375 off every window and $750 off every door. Just text HOT to 200-300 for your free consultation on top quality affordable windows or patio doors for $0 down, zero payments, and zero interest for a year. That's right. You don't pay a dime for an entire year. Text HOT to 200-300 right now to save $375 off every window and $750 off every door. But hurry. These big dollar savings won't last long. Text HOT to 200-300. Don't wait. Text the word HOT to 200-300. Text HOT to 200 Garden Mama here for Lakeland Yard and Garden Center. Brighten the coming fall days and spice up your porch with the magnificent colors of cushion mums in bud and bloom. Lakeland has them. While you're there, be sure to check out the large selection of tropical plants and citrus trees for your sunroom, too. And don't forget to pick up winterizer for your lawn. Fall feeding promotes deep root growth and helps your lawn weather the winter. Listen to your mama now. We're growing your way at Lakeland Yard and Garden Center, Lakeland Drive and Airport Road. Go with your gut. Your dog's immune system is based in the gut. A diet lacking in nutrients can cause itching, scratching, and a weak immune system. However, there is a solution. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E. Dinovite. It took a grand total of two weeks. The dog stopped itching. The hair stopped falling out. Try Dinovite for free. Just pay shipping and handling. Learn more at Dinovite.com slash radio. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dinovite. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Don't blow your top when you're dealing with your roof and gutters. Call Complete Exteriors. Complete Exteriors offers roof inspections, repairs, full roof installations, and we'll take the stress out of all the insurance claims. Gutters from common 6-inch to custom copper. We also produce all custom copper work in-house, from copper dormers and roofing to gutters and flashing. All sheet metal is handcrafted in-house as well. Complete Exteriors, 601-326-2755. 601-326-2755.
No, I'm not going to sing out loud. <laughs> you go ahead and turn the microphone on. I'm not going to sing. Ah, <laughs> uh, if we could all be Carol King, we would sing every day, wouldn't we? Goodness gracious! Thank you, Rich, for the pictures of your tomatoes that made it through the frost. We know he had elaborate covers. We know there's all kind of things that he does. But the good news is, wowie zowie, those tomatoes look great. <laughs> Another question that I take it is, I'm not sure where this is from. You may have to help me with this one, Lance, because obviously this guy's been writing, this woman, whoever this is, been writing back and forth. Um, I want to plant a sweet olive tree. When is the best time and what is the best way, full sun or some shade? I like morning sun for sweet olives. I, I have I have, I have had one in, in morning sun for years. I have another one that um, is has actually been overshaded by the trees around it, and therefore it doesn't bloom very much. But morning sun is plenty for ample blooms. Even even in the drought, this, this particular tree managed to put on some flowers last month and, and has some more now. There, It's a, one of those plants that just you, you really can't tell yourself enough good about it. Sweet olive is evergreen, fragrant, tough as nails, you know, <laughs> It's gonna, it's gonna grow. It's one of the ones you can balance your time with because you're going to plant it and it's going to do okay. It's a great plant. Nice, very, very nice. Good to hear from you. I have a question for all of you. If you are going to pick a tree that you want to use maybe as a front yard Christmas tree or you know, something, it may not be in the front yard, but the idea is that you want to decorate it every year. What are you going to choose? A lot of people would say Leland Cypress. A lot of people would say pencil cedars. A lot of people would say, you know, some, some sort of pine, different pines and whatnot. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm actually asking you. Someone su- asked me to suggest two or three things. And really, all I said was that if you don't have excellent drainage, don't go with Leland Cypress. So if you have another choice, I would love to be able to pass that on. Okay? Okay. Now, Rhett's in Ridgeland. (laughs) See, the sweet olive is blooming for Rhett. And that is what happens. When the temperatures cool off a little bit, we begin to see them set their buds. The buds then open up, and it is just, it's remarkable. If you've not ever had one where you can open the window and have it come into your house, you've missed a bet. If, you, if you've never had one you can go sit underneath, <laughs> you've, you've missed a fun, a really, really fun plant. They're, they're delightful. If, you are, um, if you're trying to figure out what to do with those leftover seeds, some things don't really survive too well from year to year. Basil seeds, for example, pineapple sage, those kind of things. Go ahead and if you've got some spaces where you just want to cover the top of the pot, let those seeds do that for you. You may or may not feel like mulching anything, but you may also understand that it won't hurt to have something nice and green to turn into that planter or turn into that bed that you, in my case, it's going to be a salad table that, that has some opportunities. I, I, the soil that's in there is good, but I've taken most of it out to use for other purposes, and before I put any new in, I'm going to let the other get enhanced by growing a cover crop on it. You can do that with anything that will sprout. Okay, and and in that case, we're going to let them grow about an inch tall, turn them under and allow that green manure to become part of the opportunity for the plants later to do well because they're well nourished. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, you're exactly right. 
Um, Rhett's, Rhett's telling my tale, and I always appreciate that. The sweet olive was the first thing he planted after moving to Mississippi in 2013, working with the guy at the guy's house and smelled it, knew he had to have it. And that's exactly how you find it. You, you run into it at a garden center. You can't figure out what that is that, that you're smelling, you know, or in someone's garden. Perhaps the best is, to me anyway, is Valentine's Day. The, the February bloom is always really robust in, in, in the trees at my house. And that, that whole time is just a pleasant opportunity for that sweet, sweet, sweet smell that you don't expect out of other things that are in bloom in the wintertime. We've talked today about the fact that today is indeed Veterans Day. I did not realize that it's also Armistice Day for about 20 other countries, according to this particular list that I'm reading today. I can understand that. It's uh, it's an opportunity to put ourselves in the position of understanding who it is that really does the work that keeps us here, and that's, in fact, our military. So we appreciate the veterans every day. But we get to say it out loud today. Let's see. Okay, now see, Chris in Forest County is 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 singing. Y'all are just. This makes me seem so smart. Thank you very very much. The Leland was great until the fungus or mite worked its way from the base to the top and killed it. You're exactly right. They have numerous pest problems. They have drainage problems. And when they're beautiful, they are unsurpassed. So that's the problem. If we can get them to be, it's kind of like the dogwood. If we can grow a good dogwood, there's nothing any more dramatic. There's nothing any more beautiful in the spring than the sight of all those flowers, you know, without any leaves to, to obscure them. But at the same time, it can be a very, very difficult tree to grow. And that's the Leland's are in that category, too. I had somebody ask me a week or two ago if it was too late to plant poppies and larkspur. Certainly not larkspur. This, we're just now rolling into the time to do that. And I'd give the poppies another try, too. Why not? Particularly if they are field poppies, uh, not, uh, not California gold poppies, not Shirley poppies that need to be real thick. But the, Shirley, the Shirley's might make it. I don't know. But some of the other lighter weight poppies are going to do a beautiful job if you can get them to come up and grow. And they will grow if they can sprout. The larkspur is just a whole lot more predictable. And at this time, of course, we're trying to get the larkspur seeds out. Again, we're so glad for some help from the heavens to have a little rainfall because it's hard to water enough space to make a good stand of larkspur, but we can do that. I know that there, I've seen a couple of places where I, I go to watch for the poppies to be growing by this time, and one was and one wasn't. They are poppies that, that reseed and then that get seeded on top of by the, the gardener there. So I'm just not sure if it's been good enough weather for it, but I think there's still time. I would, I would give it a try. <laughs> this is a good idea. Um, the The notion is because of the frigid winter, excessive heat, and long drought. If I were going to plant a Christmas tree, quote unquote, you know, a tree for a Christmas tree, I'd ride around town and see what's still green and Christmas tree shaped. I think that's a very good idea. We may have to put up some bamboo or something to hold that all together. <laughs> anyway, really, really good, really great idea. Oh dear. <laughs> Do you even believe this? Rich is sending you more pictures from Kentwood that are just going to knock us out. He's trying to make me cry this morning. 
You can't grow celery like that. You cannot grow celery like that. I know he does, but you can't. You just break that off and eat it. I'm serious right now. Bring me the pimento cheese, you know. I'll sit there all afternoon. Come on. I'd be like Bugs Bunny and just grab one of those carrots right <laughs> at the ground. They are beautiful carrots, um, and that's that's hard to do. So, Okay. We're, we're glad. I don't know why. Sorry. I think they're beautiful. He's not overloading us either. He, he was probably saying, sorry, I know I've got more pictures. You know, but exactly. hey, I, hey, thank you for exactly. sending them. They're we great. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, they're beautiful. We appreciate it. Is anybody into biochar? I hope you are. And I hope that more of us will understand about this amazing resource as time goes forward. Cornell University, which is um, the, I'll just give you straight up, it, it's the it is, in fact, the university that brought me my major professor and the person from whom I learned more horticulture in the whole wide world. Um, he, he went there after World War II, and by the, by the time I met him, he knew just about everything. They, but he, they're letting us know that this, the charcoal, the biochar, of course, that is made from heating what we would consider tossed-out stuff, uh, whether it's organic materials, crop residues, those kind of things, any of that stuff, and I'm doing this, as you might imagine, in the the trunk of the tree that has fallen over in my yard. It's a great opportunity for all of that organic matter to just be charred. And in fact, we our opportunity here is to lower the CO2 from the environment in this space. But now, instead of looking at this as an individual method of, of processing, the country... The 12 countries that have the technical ability to sequester 20% of their current greenhouse gas emissions are really looking at doing this. I think it's really, really smart converting crop residues to biochar because that in turn is a residue, that, that a product that can either be used or sold, marketed in different ways, but it also has the advantage of drawing down the carbon dioxide. So if you haven't understood about biochar yet, I want to talk about it more as time goes by, but we can certainly have the chance to talk about it here if you all are interested in that today. Well, hey, Crosby, thank you so much. Former Mark's cousin, God bless, rest his soul, one of our favorite very people. Thank you so much. Appreciate you, and thank you very, very much for your service. Corinne is uh, showing off her Confederate rose, and the, the Claire Curtis mum changes a little bit. The, the Confederate rose, of course, goes from a red bud to a white flower many times, and pink kind of in between. What else are there in the, that, that, that change colors? My favorite is the the tricolor rose or the butterfly rose. The flowers come out and they they change color three times. I love yesterday, today, and tomorrow the shrub because it does literally change over overnight to three different color flowers. And and after the first week of bloom, you can have all three colors um, on there at the same time. But but what do y'all like? What 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 flower color changes do you all like particularly? And this one is a particularly beautiful Confederate rose that she's got. That's really lovely. Really, really pretty. You know, I was thinking about uh, Farmer Mark the other the other week, and I appreciate Sam Crosby bringing this uh, bringing his name up to us because we I was I, I read something and it reminded me of, of Farmer Mark and so many other people that are not physically present with us anymore. That certainly can include so many of our veterans. But here is the thing. We talk about them not because we haven't moved on and not because we're not okay, 
but we talk about them because they are part of us, and that never changes. And that's really the the reflective point that I wanted to leave with you today in that regard. He gave me the chance to say it a little sooner than I thought. We hold people close because we hold people close. That's the way we do it. Kathy wants to know if it is too late to plant garlic. I don't have any idea. I can tell you that the garlic probably won't mind. It would rather be planted than sit there waiting for you to plant it next September. But I do have to say, I don't know if it will grow. And and I, I would be interested to find out if it will or if it won't. There are, I, I'm, I am, I'm turning once again into the queen of green onions. I have four different kinds. And yes, they taste different to me, but probably not to anybody else. I finally got one, um, a couple of Cajun, onion, Cajun green onion plants. They're not multiplying. They're not the other things. They're not. They're just a particular one from from deep South Louisiana, and they are spicy. That's really what I like. That's what I'm looking for in the garlic world too. If if I can find that deep South, really really spicy garlic that usually has a perf- purple clove cover then i'm probably going to plant that one but meanwhile i just try and go i don't i just don't like elephant garlic i like other garlics i just don't like mild mild garlic i like it to be well for example last night i made um, garlic bread and trust me anybody who didn't eat it wasn't going to be around any of those of us who did (laughs) because it's real spicy that's how i like it speaking of liking it Y'all are having this wonderful conversation. His pictures are going all different directions today. We have to get a better. I have to, I'll have to start editing. I'm not very good at that. Make me get better at doing that. I have uh, good news for Carl. I have good news about gut bacteria, which, you know, I'm always really obsessed with. And also, quite frankly, Something about the holidays that are coming up. What is it that we are going to do for one another? In what are you making gifts? Are you going to cook something? What is this year going to be about? Is it is it all going to be you know order it off Amazon and hope for the best, or is it going to be something that you go to an actual store, a brick and mortar in your own hometown, and see about? Or are you the person who's making the crafts? Hmm. I'm I'm curious about all of that because it seems as though there's more people doing the individual craftiness this year. That may just be because we've all been bored and, you know, absolutely heat-stroked. But I see an awful lot of posts about making this particular bean soup or making this particular set of decorations to give as a gift. We're, we're getting ahead of it a little early. And that takes us right back to the Narcissus. You want to talk that? We can do that. We'll be right back. Sadness is her own Reverse of a bath of tears And go home And go home This is Ernie Johnson Jr. Sports is about overcoming obstacles. And college coaches work hard to help young men overcome Duchenne muscular dystrophy. It's called Coach to Cure MD and you can help. 
Text the word CURE to 501-501 to donate $25 on your next mobile phone bill. Or go online to coachtocuremd.org. Text the word CURE to 501-501. Help coaches cure MD. Brought to you by the American Football Coaches Association. Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff, MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWGEmployerServices.com. Ready for the big game? You are if you have a Honda generator from Frederick Sales and Service. Frederick Sales and Service can have you game day ready for your tailgate party. Honda's super quiet generators are known for being reliable, lightweight, and fuel efficient, so you can enjoy the game without all the noise and hassles that lesser generators provide. Pick up a Honda generator today at Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon, where we've been serving you for over 30 years with the finest in outdoor equipment since 1993. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. If you want to get your Christmas shopping done early and save money, then stop by All Britain's Jewelry for our week-long holiday trunk show, November 13th to 18th, featuring 15% off Valora, Jude Francis, and Simon G. Jewelry. And the savings don't stop there. Take advantage of 20% off all diamond tennis bracelets and necklaces, as well as diamond stud and hoop earrings. Jewelry professionals will be on hand to assist with your purchase. So come see us, All Britain's Holiday Trunk Show, November 13th to 18th. All Britain's Jewelers. Gallo here for Baroni's Tree Pros. My friends at Baroni's Tree Pros put customer satisfaction as the only way to leave a job. Nothing less than the best service you'll find in the industry on tree removal, tree pruning, stump grinding, debris cleanup. You got questions? Baroni's Tree Pros will give you a plan, time frame, and budget that's perfect for you. Free estimate at 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. Or it's online at baroniestreepros.com. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Get ready for holiday feast season with Pepto-Bismol. Uncle Derek's here with his famous fried turkey. Hey, hey, Aunt Mary brought the mac and cheese. Donna's here with the potato salad. Pepto-Bismol provides fast five-symptom relief for unexpected stomach upsets. So enjoy the holidays. Pepto has you covered, no matter who made the potato salad. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Pepto-Bismol. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children.
so wonderful. These are the best texts anybody could ever get. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, let's go around the horn. Black garlic. I've eaten it. I've never made it. Yes, it is, in fact, a, a product of the Maillard reaction of browning that happens over a period of time. And, yeah, it's intense. It's very intense. That's why I like it. Reminds me of the the bronze. You know how we talk about blackened fish? Well, we now talk about bronzed fish. And, and and blackened garlic is one of the things that we see put into that because it has such a strong flavor, but it doesn't take as long to get there as the blackening does. It's just a different process. But you, it's used in a lot of stuff. What do I think of waxed amaryllis bulbs? I think they're okay. I, I'm, I'm, they're really be- very beautiful. And if you can get them going... Before they split, you know, before they lose their, their waxing, I think it's it's a brilliant way to ship them. It's a brilliant way to gift them. I think it makes a whole lot of sense, and it's very pretty. So I'm, I have no problems with that. Jackie, I don't know what kind of cactus this is. Might be an epiphyllum, though. I would look it up in that group, E-P-I-P-H-Y-L-L-U-M, epiphyllum, and see if you can find that there. I'll, I'll, put, um, I'll put that in the... In, in the note to you. And by the way, Bear is just one beautiful dog. That's, I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> Let's go, Bear. Where are we, where are we headed? Just gorgeous. Um, I was talking about that this was a late arriver today, and I had been talking about tallow trees being really bad for our environment. They are absolutely magnificently beautiful right now. Their fall color is unsurpassed, and that's why people have planted them and let them proliferate. But the farther south we get, the more invasive they become to the point where they are indeed illegal to plant in places like the panhandle of Florida. I don't know about Alabama, but it's a, it's just absolutely gorgeous. Really, really beautiful. <laughs> Scotty, you're funny. <laughs> That's fun. Thank you. I appreciate it. And yes, I get the joke. This is... Uh, Rich, you, you can't be this good. I truly need to meet this man's wife because she's truly doing all of this. You know, <laughs> that's how that works, right? <laughs> but we'll let you take credit for it. We appreciate you. Yes. I was just letting you know, a Bear, he's on there now. Bear, oh, there's Bear. bear. Hey, bear's Bear. a beauty. Yeah, gorgeous like dog. <laughs> just gorgeous. That's wonderful. I know that we're rolling to the end here, and I didn't know if you wanted to do anything else about Veterans Day or if I should launch into my <clears throat> story that I'm going to try to tell. Why don't you do your, your story, Okay. and I'll continue updating the pics, and okay. we'll go from there. Uh, when I was a very young person, I had um, the opportunity to meet a, a person through my family who was a staff sergeant in the Marine Corps during the Vietnam War. And over time, I came to understand a great deal about service and about all kinds of other things from his service. His mama was one of the dearest people that I ever knew. And I I enjoyed writing letters and understanding that for a letter to arrive at a camp in the middle of the jungle was a joy. And it was something that people needed more of. So we wrote letters. And after about a year... The staff sergeant asked me if I would be willing to read letters from his translator. His translator was Lieutenant Nguyen. Just about everyone was, I doubt that that was his name, but that's how he was referred because it was 
you didn't want anyone to know exactly who this person was. He was in great danger as a Vietnamese person who was affiliated with the American troops. So he was wanting to come to the United States and to study, and he therefore needed to know more English than he already did. He functioned as a translator, so he wrote letters, and I wrote them back and, and corrected things and added stuff to it. But the stories that he told were so much a part of my understanding of the universality of human beings. His stories were about missing his mama and hoping his little sister would do good in school and the aims that he had for his future education. And to be able to read those and to be able to write and to be able to help with that was one of the first things that I was ever given the opportunity to do that took me entirely out of myself and made me make sure that I knew that the service that people presented for their country oftentimes gathered other people into the, the, the circle. And in this case, Lieutenant Nguyen did go on to come to the United States and did go on to do some good things in his life that were very, very important. And so did the staff sergeant with whom I, my family was friends. I just don't want anybody to miss the idea that those of us who are out there who have never put on a uniform have work to do. We have things that we need to do, that we need to help to take care of the populations that do serve us, and we need to make sure we don't ever forget that. That's been a long time. It set a trend for me, and I've never, I've never regretted doing that. It was hard. It's hard to correct somebody who's trying so hard to learn your language. But at the same time, for him to be better, he needed me, and that was a great honor for me, absolutely. Okay, a couple of questions before we close out. Um, Bear's mama was a golden retriever, and Daddy was a great Pyrenees. Yep, I can see that. Big old dog. Needs to be in the back of my truck. <laughs> Ocean Springs, Ricky, good morning. Live this morning. What kind of fertilizer to put on my yard today with the rain coming? I'm not going to fertilize the turf, the, the lawn grass itself. Um, if you want to fertilize your, your perennials and things like that that maybe you have not done so far this fall, Things like Linton Rose, things that are going to be grew, growing now, sure, you can use a little bit of general purpose fertilizer for that. But I'm not going to feed very much. I might uh, fertilize pansies. I might fertilize, oh, I don't know, if I put in the, if I, if I get to transplant the cannas, I'm probably not going to fertilize them. But I will water them in with some compost tea, something like that, just to get them established. But I don't think it's necessary to be thinking about feeding lawns at this point in the year. Okay, okay. Whatever it is that uh, you all are doing, just think about this. This is going to be Lance's new quest. From the American Chemical Society, we are now going to make gluten-free, sorghum-based beers that are easier to brew and enjoy. We have a whole new project going here because, quite frankly, barley's not for everybody. <laughs> and that, as a result of that, the... The absolutely naturally gluten-free sorghum is what we're going to have to give ourselves the opportunity to enjoy. This is from the American Chemical Society Journey of Proteome Research. They have uncovered an enzyme that can improve the future of sorghum-based beers. Now, for all of y'all who are laughing, trust me, y'all all thought that the idea of a Diet Coke was pretty crazy at one time or another, too. But the good news is... We've always got something else to work on. We've always got something else to think about. The fewer enzymes present in sorghum actually transform the starches into simple sugars, and it ferments into alcohol. So I think this is an interesting thing. They go through the same process, the whole malting and mashing and fermentation, in the same ways, 
different temperatures, different lengths of time. But at this particular point, they've able to figure out that they have got fermentable glucose without gluten. That's crazy, but it's important. I like it. Oh, she looks pretty. Lovely puppy. Really, really pretty. That's beautiful. Thank you for sending Cleo to us today. Very, very nice. Oh, I didn't get to the Carl. Well, I'll, I'll save the Carl for next week. More, more pictures of dogs. More pictures of plants. I guess the cats are going to have to get in here somewhere, right? So <laughs> we'll, we'll work on that next week. Come back around again because we'll do some more of all of this. Take care, honor a veteran, and take care of yourselves. Weekend Gardening with the Garden Mama is a production of TeleSouth Communication. for the Township Blues Festival. Today, live from the Township at Colony Park, starring Cedric Burnside. With Brandon Taz Niederauer. I feel so paralyzed and in my eyes and I never know just how to cry until I Ghost Town Blues Band. Singleton, Jimmy Duck Holmes, and more. Get VIP and general admission tickets now at TownshipBlues.com. Michelob Ultra and Bush Light present the Township Blues Festival. Eight hours of great live music and fun. This is one you don't want to miss. Brought to you in part by Renova Roofing. Visit Ridgeland, Township at Colony Park, and Super Talk Mississippi Media. Get your tickets now. TownshipBlues.com. This project is partially funded by a grant through Visit Mississippi. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Hi, I'm Jeff Good, and here's the good news. This isn't a political ad. I'm not going to bash anybody. Nor is it an ad for a new fad diet, a miracle drug, or a once-in-a-lifetime mattress sale. It's an ad for the gift of hospitality, something kind and nice and good for your friends and family this Christmas. Our annual Bravo Broad Street Salamookies 3-in-1 gift card sale starts soon, Monday, November the 13th, to be exact. Buy three, get one free, and 10% goes to charity. Purchase at one of our restaurants or online at 3in1giftcard.com. Sale starts Monday and lasts 12 days. Don't miss Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.